Well there, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is John Seymour Lacer, entrepreneur, coming at you tonight. Uh, in case you're wondering, it's a Wednesday night. Uh, that is uh, January 5th. We've actually got two more nights left in this series about how to handle difficult people. If you are new to my series, uh, well, welcome. It's great to have you here. We uncover some amazing things uh, about people, about life, and things that everyone needs to learn about to improve the quality of their life and everyone else in it. Um, be sure to check out my book that's coming out in just a few months, 25 Gifts of Inspiration to Change Your Life and Everyone Else in It. For those of you who are coming back, well, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome back to you. It is great to have you here. Uh, and uh, I want to ask you right now, uh, if... Um, you're seeing this and you're wondering about difficult people in your life, because I'm sure you have some. Go ahead and give me a like, a support, a love, depending on whether you're on the LinkedIn platform, Facebook, Facebook's John C. Morris, Your Entrepreneur page, my YouTube, John C. Morris, Your Entrepreneur page, my Twitch page, or my uh, Twitter page, which is Periscope. So um, tonight, we're going to talk about a very interesting category with difficult people. And this is known as the bully. Um, they're very difficult. They're assertive. Um, they don't want to be fair. They don't know how to compromise. They always have to be right. And they're about playing mind games with you. And a lot of times, well, all the time, they basically make the mind game that if you can't do what they want, then they play the tactic that maybe you shouldn't be working here. See, that's what they do. And they say they're going to get someone else, but really they're bullying you. And workplace bullying is a serious problem. A lot of people are facing this now um, and people have faced it in the past, but it's becoming more of a problem. So if you have a boss that uh, sets high goals, nothing wrong with that, and expects a lot from you and the rest of the team, this does not mean that your boss is bullying you. I want to be very, very clear about that. Okay, I have high expectations for my team, but I don't bully my staff. Employees um, assume that tough bosses are bullies, but that doesn't mean that. So what does a bully mean? Well, a tough boss holds their employees accountable to strict guidelines. That is not a bully. A tough boss... Um, you know, basically doesn't allow you to placate or to give excuses. That's not a bully either. So um, then what is a bully, which would be a difficult person, right? Um, a tough boss is fair. But remember, a bully is unfair and irrational, okay? A tough boss will not uh, you know, hold your hand through everything, but um, they are willing to roll up their sleeves and help get the job done. So in other words, they're not going to help you at every step, but if there's a challenge and they need to jump in there to support you, uh, actually the team, they're going to do that, but they're not going to, how can I say, pamper you to, you know, get the work done. They're just not going to do that. So tough bosses, um, are there for the good of the company. But bullies are about power. Hmm. 
bullies are about power. So that means that if you're in a work environment and the person is just doing things because it basically makes them feel good, that's a bully. And that's a difficult person. So how do you handle a bully in the workplace? Because you're probably concerned about getting fired. And we talked a little bit about this, but a bully is a little bit different uh, type of person. So a bully is someone that is non-compromising, someone that wants everything their way. How do you handle that? Well, first of all, are they doing this with everyone? That's the first thing you need to see. If they're doing this with everyone, then this is a classic bully that is bullying everybody. If they're just doing it with you, then they're discriminating against you. Could be for race, religion, sexual orientation, or some other reason, which that's something you may want to talk to human resources about because that means that they're doing this to discriminate you. But most of the time, that's not why it happens. Um, the person, if they're just doing this to you, and it's not because of something you did, but they, they kind of usually, uh, this bully usually bullies everybody. Like if they bully the new guy or the new kid, that's not discriminating. So a bully is there uh, in the workplace because they want to feel power. So how do you address this? Well, the big problem is, is that if other people are feeling this, well, then it's easy to talk to the other people and, and, and formulate a plan to work together, right? And then kind of go and talk to him as a team. However, if it's just you that's being bullied, how do you handle that? Let's say the guy's name is Joe. I used Joe before. Hey, Joe, you know, can we get a cup of coffee later or... Um, after uh, lunch, I'd like to just chat with you for about 10 or 15 minutes before you go into your next meeting. Yeah, no problem. You meet with them. And the most important thing is to not talk about them and that they're bullying you. You want to talk about the behavior. Okay. This is really important. A lot of people feel that the bullying is actually coming from let's say a person, but really it's the behavior. So when you try to talk to the person, hey, you know, you're bullying me. Okay, you're going to just walk into an inferno that's just going to basically have a meeting that's not going to end well. And it's just going to cause a lot of problems. So you have to do this tactfully. How do you do this? So you're talking with the person and um, you could say, look, um, you know, Joe, um, I understand you want everything to be top notch and, and I'm sure you don't know me that well. I've only been here for a little while. I want everything to be just as well, too. I want to do the best for the company, the best for the, the clients, uh, the best for you and the best for myself as well. Uh, it's really important. Lately, uh, when I've been working on this new team and I know uh, you head the team, I feel like the way um, I'm hearing the, um, I'm going to call it the um, instructions or even our discussions that the undertone of how it's coming off to me is kind of, um, how do I say this in a nice way? I'm kind of feeling bullied. Because I'm trying, but yet 
It's the behavior. You're a nice guy. I just feel the behavior whenever we're in this, this manager group changes. The dynamic changes when I'm in this group and you're in the group and these other people in the group. And I'm feeling like no matter what I do, there's no compromise. And they're going to come back and say to you, well, you know, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Or uh, exciting example. Okay, if you want me to cite an example, uh, last Thursday, we were going over the projections for sales and what marketing was going to do to uh, increase sales by reaching some different target markets. I made some suggestions about how we could reach um, a younger um, demographic and how that would open up our base to sell not only to them, but it would also allow us to sell other products or services that we couldn't sell to the older population. I don't remember that. Well, when I brought the topic up, um, there was um, some talk about it. And then um, I believe you had said that uh, uh, we're not open to this. I don't remember that at all. So now you got somebody who's playing denial, which, by the way, is not a river in Egypt. <laughs> no pun intended there. If the person's going to play this game where they're going to deny everything, you have to call a card and be very strong. And that is, look, Joe, um, I'm feeling bullied and threatened um by now you might feel that those words bullied and threatened because they're very harsh so what i always recommend doing instead of saying the word bullied i just saying i'm feeling uncomfortable because bullied and threatened is really serious so i would just use the words whenever you talk to him either in the group or personally don't use the word bullied use the word that i'm feeling a little uncomfortable and i know that's not the intent and if the person still continues, then it's time to go visit human resources. And it's time to document everything you've done. Maybe you had a meeting with them, you sent them an email, whatever it is, send this off to human resources. Let them know, and you could tell them that you're feeling uncomfortable. You're feeling, you could tell them you're feeling bullied. You've tried to address this and talk to the person that it's the behavior that you the per, that you get along with the person very well, but it's the behavior that you don't feel comfortable with. And they asked you to cite an example and you did, and he denied it. HR has ways of handling this. Now, if it's a smaller company, or let's say this is a personal issue with someone. And they're bullying you because, I don't know, they want you to vote a certain way, which is illegal, by the way, on your not-for-profit board or in your community or your town. And they're bullying you because they're saying, well, hey, John, you know, um, this is the way we're going with it. Everyone else is voting that way. And now if you vote, let's say, no, and everyone else is voting yes, when you come to bring something up next time, they're going to shoot it down. Now, that's not fair. 
But that's an example of being bullied. And so if you can't approach the person directly and just have a conversation, remember, it's not about you trying to be right. It's not about you talking to the fact that the person did this. Don't talk about that. Talk about the behavior. When we were in this meeting, a statement was said. You don't even have to say the person's name. When I was in this meeting, a statement was said that made me feel, which made me feel very uncomfortable. I stayed through the meeting because I had a presentation to, to, um, to go through and we had a guest um, vendor there and I wanted to ascertain the rest of the information. So how do you handle a bully? Well, I think the best way, like I told you, one is human resources. The second is talking with them. The third way to handle a bully is to remove yourself from the situation. So in this case, let's say you didn't want to go to human resources. And let's say you didn't want to do that. You could just politely say that you'd like to be removed from this board. And as long as that person was not your boss, very easy to do because now you don't have interaction with that person on a daily basis. So that's something that's very easy. And you can easily tell human resources, look, I don't want any problems. I just want to be removed from this board. I've already requested and that's all I'm asking for. And I don't want to be assigned to any other projects with this person. And, and that's perfectly fine with me. You see, when you do that, you come out as the better man. You're not looking to be the better man, but when you offer that olive branch, when you look to make the change, okay, then you're the one that is trying to be amenable and trying to how can I say, facilitate environment of compromise. HR will see this in a heartbeat. But if it's not an HR situation or a company situation, maybe it's a personal situation, and you have a friend that's bullying you, what do you do? Maybe this is a, a kid um, on the playground, right? And, uh, you know, bullying becomes serious when... It turns into verbal abuse, physical abuse. The most important thing is your safety. So I always say that it's important to tell someone, especially younger people, tell someone, get on record and say, look, I don't want to make any, any actions right now. I just want to monitor the situation. I just want to have it on record at the school so that it's here. And I'm not looking to do anything, but I just want it on record. You see, when you go to a person, maybe it's someone in school, maybe playing football or tag or whatever, and guys are always very aggressive and competitive. And sometimes that bullying comes across stronger than it should. Competition comes out. But instead of competition coming out, you get this whole other personality. Now, if the behavior is limited to like just outside or a playtime, but the person is nice to you all the rest of the time, that's a clear indication that it's about competitiveness and winning. 
And then if that happens, let's say the kid's name is Brian and he's fine, let's say in school and, you know, in recess and all the other things, but outside he's like this jerk. You could say, Brian, can, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? Um, maybe it's a recess. Can I talk to you at recess? Yeah, sure. Sure, John. Um, Brian, uh, you and I have always been friends for a while and I know you're a very competitive, you have a very competitive personality, maybe a little more competitive than I do. I'm starting to feel really uncomfortable with being on your team. Um, the verbal abuse that I'm getting, um, the physical abuse, the teasing. I know it's all in the spirit of the game, I just don't like it. And it's just a little too much for me. And um, he may come back to you and say, uh, hey, John, uh, well, look, I didn't mean anything by it. And you're right, I'm really competitive. And I never wanted to harm, offend you, or be disrespectful towards you, which is I'm really competitive. I understand. So we have a couple options here, the way I see it. One, I stop playing on your team and hanging out with you at lunchtime. Or two, we need to find another solution. So you might say to him, say, Brian, if you don't want to hang out with me at lunchtime, that's fine. Well, of course I want to hang. I want to play. You're my friend. I want to... But how are we going to? And maybe you could say something like, um, John, you know, you're right. How about we have like a safe word, like, um, I don't know, Armageddon or a safe word like uh, ice cream. How's that? Okay. And when you say that safe word to me, I'm going to realize that my behavior is unacceptable to you. And, um, I will stop. I may not apologize to you, but I will stop immediately what I'm doing and, and not treat you like that. Can we try that? Yeah. So the, the code, the safe word is ice cream. So we go out for football after uh, lunch. And Brian's getting really aggressive. He's starting to curse me out. He's pushing me a little bit, but now it's starting to get to the point where I'm starting to feel bad. And, um, it's actually affecting my play. And, uh, it's getting crazy. So it might be somebody like, this is, uh, I guess you just, you could just be going on and just wondering what to do. And you think you remember the code word. I could go for a big dish of ice cream later. He said, what'd you say? I said, I could go for a big dish of ice cream later or maybe an ice cream cone. No. And then you notice that Brian changes. And he stops doing what he was doing to you. 
and maybe it happens again another day, but you say it, and he stops again. And then you've done this a couple times, but he always stops. Every time you say it, he always stops. And the end of the week comes, and he comes up to you and he says, uh, John, how's it been? Uh, better. <laughs> he says, look, I want to apologize to you. I'm sorry. Um, I hope it's been better. No, it's been better. Okay. You know I don't mean anything by it. I know. I think the safe word is a great way to kind of covertly let you know without making a big deal about what you're doing in front of the rest of the guys. Again, I think it's a good idea. And now you got a friend. And you got someone that wants to respect you but now let's say that uh you got another guy and let's say his name is uh tom and you have a conversation with tom at um at um at uh at recess and you do the same thing with him and he agrees but now you say the word and he still doesn't do it and you say a word let's say the word is nighttime or, or the, the, the the game's over or whatever the word is and he doesn't change. And so um, the day end, you, when that happens, you basically decide to walk off the team for the day. And one or two things is going to happen. The person you take in the back and say, hey, you know, what are you doing? And you can come back and say to them, look, Tom, we had a deal that when I said that word, you were going to stop. Yeah, but I can't. I just, my testosterone, I can't just get so, I can't. So how do you handle that? You leave. Well, why'd you leave? I left because if I didn't, you and I would have been in a fistfight. So I think that's the most important thing that you have to understand do you have somebody that just needs an attitude adjustment or do you have somebody that wants to cooperate with your request or do you have somebody that's just going to try to placate you? I think that's really the main thing. And a lot of people feel that if they ask for something like this, that, you know, this is not something guys would do. And it can happen with ladies too, not just gentlemen. It could happen, uh, maybe there's a situation where um, the ladies are out, maybe they're playing hopscotch or whatever they're playing or jump rope. And one of the girls starts to really um, rant on the other and start to really tease the other person. And so it can happen there too. But if it gets to the point where when you get back into class, then now the person ignores you or the person's trying to hit you or something, then it's time to not let the matter in your own hands. Then it's time to tell a teacher, tell a principal, tell an authority, authority figure. Get it on record. If you feel like your life is threatened, go to the police. File a report. You don't have to do anything with it, but just get it on record. So how about at work? 
Well, if you feel that an employee is threatening you or you feel threatened, that's when you go to human resources and you, but you always document all the time. You see, a lot of times this comes because of competition. But when you confront someone in a private way and explain to them that you don't like the behavior and they try to retaliate, then it's time to not take the matters into your own hands. Because now you're risking the fact that something could happen to you or the other person. And you don't want that. So I think that's really important for tonight's lesson when we talk about the bully. We hear a lot about that in um, uh, younger kids, but it can happen with, with older people too. There's no real rhyme or reason. Um, this can happen over dating. Maybe you're dating the same person or you're dating someone that they don't date anymore and it causes this big animosity. So there's lots of reasons. There's also that person that has this strong ego. And they feel that they have to be kingpin. I've talked about this before. They're the alpha male. They're the ones that have to let you know that they're in control of the game at all times. And if you forget who's in control of the game, they're going to remind you. That's more than competition. That's squashing your individuality. Squashing your individuality. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but most people that have a difficult type of personality, you know what usually happens? It happens because that's the way they were treated when they were younger. And they want to retaliate because of something that happened. So if you can befriend someone, even somebody that doesn't want to friend you at first, if you can take a genuine interest, you might win a friend over and you might get them to share why they're doing what they're doing. Now, there's all different ways in different situations. So everything is going to be different. I want you to understand right now that working with difficult people is not easy. Okay, because you're not working with a difficult person. Stop thinking about that. You're working with a difficult behavior. Let's forget that they're difficult people. So people aren't difficult. It's the behavior that's difficult. Working with a difficult person is impossible. Working with a difficult behavior, that's manageable. Because that means the person isn't difficult all the time. It's a behavior. And if you're seeing that difficult behavior all the time you're around, well, that's not all the time. It's just when you're around. So it's a behavior. But it's important to learn what triggers the person. If you know what that is, you can go to them and say, hey, look, um, I didn't mean to do that. Or I'm sorry if that upsets you. I didn't know that at first. Most people don't want to be in conflict. They don't. There are people that will avoid you like the plague because they don't want conflict. These are a lot of times people that claim they want to fight you. But the truth of the matter is 
even though they could fight you, they're not going to because they know deep inside that they're wrong. So they're not going to fight you, but they'll ignore you and they'll avoid you because they don't want to connect with their feelings or connect with why a behavior was done. They don't want that to be pointed out, even if it's in private or confidentiality. So the message tonight is this. If you're getting somebody who's a bully, try to have a conversation with them if you are able to outside of the bullying environment, okay? Try to figure out, let them know that this makes you feel uncomfortable. Most people don't want to make others feel uncomfortable. It's not their intent. But if somebody deliberately wants to make you feel uncomfortable and they're not willing to talk about it, well, then it's time to not let the matters be in your own hands. Okay, so we have a few more days left. Uh, we have Thursday and we have Friday left on how to handle difficult people. And that's the title of the series, but really it's how to handle difficult behavior. Because if I would have said how to handle difficult behavior, I might have lost some people. So I call it how to handle difficult people, but people are not difficult. It's the behaviors that happen that cause us to see the person as a difficult person. But the person is not difficult. It's the behavior that they're exhibiting at a certain time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to be with you this evening. I would really appreciate if you would tag your friends, your colleagues, and your associates. That's right. And I would like you to go ahead and share this out with everyone you know on social media. And then go to my channel on YouTube. Type my name, John Space, C Space, M-O-R-L-E-Y, Space, Serial Entrepreneur. Look for the key phrase, help keep our content free. Below that, you will see a link to PayPal and make the choice to buy my team and I a cup of coffee. We'll be so grateful with those pennies and those dollars we received to you. We'll put them into new hardware, new technology, new equipment, new facilities, and even new staff to give you the most jaw-dropping motivational content. I know that your life didn't come with a handbook. But it is my goal through many of the books I'm going to write to give you some insights, to understand perspectives in our life. Because I said this before from Dr. Dwayne Dyer and Patanjali's, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. I hope you've been enjoying quite a bit uh, through these uh, series that we've been doing. And uh, I'm excited on Saturday. You know why? Because we're going to be talking about the brain for a whole week. And we're going to dig into all the different components of the brain. It's going to be wild. But we're going to talk about how the brain works. I think that's going to be like so, so amazing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you and yours have a very happy, uh, healthy, and great rest of your evening. I will be back tomorrow, which is Thursday, January 6th, with another great um, cast about how to handle difficult people. And then one final on 
Friday. Uh, if there's something that you would like me to cover on this, go ahead and message me uh, either on LinkedIn or the other, or you can tag onto the post. Let me know what you would like to uh, see. The best way is reaching me on LinkedIn. And um, let me know what you'd like me to cover. I'll be sure to mention you um, on the air. Uh, again, remember, all of your information should be kept to G or family friendly. Since this we are doing, even if it is an issue that might not be considered G, you can still frame your question in a way that I can still help you and keep our content uh, family friendly, which is really important. I hope that you have a great rest of your evening. And I'll be back tomorrow, Thursday. Have a great night, everyone. Take care.